Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to a St. Patrick's Day edition of our show, the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. With a couple of nice guests lined up to talk with us today, Jeff Triplett and Patty Gordon going to be on the program. We'll tell you all about what they are involved in and what we'll discuss here in just moments. We're in the LitgoMetals.com studio, bringing you a great-looking day as far as weather is concerned in North Mississippi. Off to the sunshiny start, and we'll be making our way through and into the 70s today. Very, very nice as far as... Getting outside and doing some things and enjoying a day, I don't know, some of you might be taking the day off to go do one thing or another. NCAA basketball tournaments begin at 11.15 this a.m. So there are things to do. Plus, I've got Northwest Sports with a couple of top nine teams in action today in Senatobia. We'll get you that information. And then, again, coming up in our First segment with our guest, Jeff Triplett. We'll get into a bunch of performances in the fine arts world. We'll get into that and some other discussion with Jeff coming up first. And then Patty Gordon's going to join us to talk about the Capital Campaign Fund, how that's going, what the dollar figure actually uh, is close to at this point, and where that money is going across Northwest campuses. So that's our discussion today. Jeff Triplett, Patty Gordon, get prepared. We've got that coming your way on the program. Don't forget the text message line is 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093. The Facebook page, North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby, if you want to join us there. And you can reach me on Twitter at GDARB65 if you want to do that as well. So spring preview days. We've talked about those in different varieties. We've had Jenny Hurt on. We've also had students with the Pathfinder organization, students who carry you around on tours and show you the things that they like and the things that they do on the Northwest campus. Those are set up for a chance to you to look at different programs and pathways of Northwest Community College and their various campuses soon. In fact, one of the first spring preview days will be next week at the Oxford campus when their two spring preview days will be Wednesday and Thursday, the 23rd and the 24th. The Senatobia campus will host these days. It'll be Wednesday, March 30th, and then Wednesday, April 13th, and the 20th. And the DeSoto campus will have prospective students on Friday, the 25th of the month of March. That's next week, and then April 12th. And all preview days last from 9 until noon. You, you learn about academic stuff, career technical things, health science pathways, programs. In addition, you, you'll learn the admission process, finding out about scholarships, financial aid, whatever it is, you can do it. And these days can be used to bring groups of students. I say there's some educators out there that are listening to the program or just individuals. You can do that and attend. Check it out. Go to northwestms.edu. You can find all the information that you want about these preview days. I'll give you the dates again. The Oxford Campus Spring Preview Days, Wednesday and Thursday of next week, March 23rd and 24th. Senatobia Campus will have three Wednesdays, March 30th, April 13th, and the 20th. 
And the DeSoto campus will have Friday, March 25th, and Tuesday, April 12th. All of the preview days are from 9 until noon. Ranger baseball played yesterday in Fulton. Dropped a double dip to the Itawamba Indians, losing 8-7 to in Game 1. They were trailing for nothing. They had a 7-6 lead. Walks and then a wild pitch allowed the winning run to score as they lost 8-7 in the first game. And then Itawama got out 5 to nothing in the second game, got a solo home run from Ryan Lee, but the final score was 5-1. to one. So the Rangers uh, dropped those two and now will host Mississippi Gulf Coast on Saturday at 2 and at 5. Rangers are 11-9 and nine overall, 1-3 and three in the MACCC. Gulf Coast, who comes in on the weekend, 7-12 and 12 overall, but 2-2 two and two inside the conference. Both of those games on Saturday, Jim Miles Field in Senatobia. They'll be aired live on Ranger TV. You go to nwccrangers.com slash watch, or you can find them on Facebook Live. And if you're out and about and you want to do something today, maybe you're taking the day off, you've got things off because of spring break, you want to watch a couple of nationally ranked teams in the top 10 play softball, you have your chance. The ninth-ranked Northwest Rangers are hosting number 5 Itawamba at 1-3 and three at the Senatobia High School Fields there in Tobytown. Northwest 11-3. They're 1-1 one one in the MACCC after splitting with number 12 Pearl River on Monday. And then Itawamba comes in 14-2. They're 0-2 inside the MACCC. They lost their two region games or conference games so far Friday at number 3 Jones. That's right. I've given you four different teams in the state of Mississippi in the softball world, all ranked in the top 12, and they've been playing one another so far. By the way, the next games for the Northwest softball team is a trip to Perkinston to play number 20, Gulf Coast. So uh, the early schedule for Coach Bramlett and, and company, difficult. They did split with number 12, Pearl River. They stayed at number 9. So number 9, Northwest, number 5, Itawamba, playing softball today. Those will be broadcast on nwccrangers.com slash watch and Facebook Live. As you can go to the Senatobia High School softball field, you can find them today. Number 9, Northwest, number 5, Itawamba. Show's underway on your St. Patrick's Day. And next... Friend of the program, Jeff Triplett, returns. He's the district director of the fine arts instruction programs there in the Senatobi campus. Jeff comes up with a lot of information to discuss next. It's the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, St. Patrick's Day edition. Thursday, March 17, 2022. Thanks for being with us. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. 
The Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, and even though we're spring breaking this week, we've got some dedicated people who have decided to help us out and talk Northwest Community College. In a few moments, we'll get with Patty Gordon. We'll talk about things as far as raising money and different things for Northwest Community College. But now, back with us, our friend, the District Director of Fine Arts Instruction, Jeff Triplett's on the line with me. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great, Gary. How about you today? Things are good. Now, I do appreciate it. Look, you're, you're spring vacationing. You're doing those kinds of things and uh, maybe getting a little uh, re-step and, and, and refresh a little bit this week. And I want to thank you to talk with us about the concert series and the things that are going on. I know, you know, uh, throughout school we've been lucky to get back and to get these things going. What do we have as far as the concert series is concerned? Well, we've got some exciting things coming up, and I, I can just give you some uh, kind of a rundown here. Uh, the the first concert coming up will be Thursday, March 31st uh, at 7 p.m. in our auditorium, and that's going to be both of our concert bands, the Symphonic Winds and the Wind Ensemble. Uh, the Symphonic Winds is under the direction of Mr. John Ungright, and the Wind Ensemble is under the direction of Mr. Jared Brownlee, and it, it's worth pointing out that this will be Jared's last concert uh, here as he is retiring. That is uh, an amazing thing to hear. You know, we've we've yeah. known each other for a year or two, and to know that Jared, who's younger than all of us, is retiring is something that there will be no retirement for the old radio guy, Jeff. I don't get that. Hopefully you will somewhere along the way. But um, Jared's done a great job, whether it's been at Northwest or any of the high schools he's been involved with throughout time. Yeah, yeah, Jared and I, well, we all go way back, like you said, a couple of years, and, um, you know, we're, we're going to miss Jared, but we're excited for him, and the rest of us, you know, are going to be around a while, so. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I know we talked about this off air, we won't get into that, but obviously Northwest will be going through that process of finding someone to be director of bands. Yes, we are We are in that process now, and that, that's always a, a bit of stress, but it's also a fun and exciting uh, time to be, you know, looking at someone Someone new and different coming in. All right, I derailed the, the concert series. Get back to it, my man. <laughs> All right, next, Thursday, April 7th at 7 p.m., we will have our combined Northwest Choirs and Entertainers concert. Uh, the choirs are under the direction of Mr. Reese Norris, our director of choral activities, and uh, the entertainers are under the direction of uh, Sandra Bishop. So those are... Uh, that is always, uh, that's the packed house concert. We have great audience turnout for everything, but uh, that's packed house. Uh, Saturday, April 9th, uh, this is not uh, just a public concert. This is our first ever Northwest Jazz Festival. Uh, so throughout the day, we're going to have several area high school and middle school jazz bands performing. They will be judged by our clinicians who will pick the best group who will then come back in the evening and they will kick off the evening's concert uh, with a performance. They'll be followed by our own Northwest Jazz Band, our Northwest Jazz Quintet, and then the headlining act, so to speak, is the Todd Hill Orchestra uh, from the Murray State, Kentucky area, uh, as in Murray State College. Todd Hill is the Director of Jazz Studies at Murray State, and he's a former Northwest Band Director and was in charge of the jazz program when he was here, so we're really excited about that. So the Todd Hill Jazz Orchestra, which is actually a group of professional musicians from all around the country, will cap us off that night. Jeff, that sounds like a great recruiting tool for oh, yeah. Northwest, is it? Absolutely. I mean, A, we've got, we're doing what we do best. We get kids in here on the campus for an exciting, fun event. 
and hopefully they leave saying, this is where I want to go to school. So that's absolutely what it's about. Jeff, with that, if you don't mind, we're talking with Jeff Triplett again. Over the last couple of shows, I've had uh, an opportunity to talk to a Victoria Newton or a Nathan Dowling, and I know they're in some of those things, singing, playing, and different you know, variety of things in the Fine Arts Auditorium. I don't need you to maybe speak directly on them, but can you brag about your students in the Fine Arts building and uh, the facilities that you guys have on campus? Absolutely. Uh, we have such a fantastic group of students here, you know, from all over our formal area and beyond when they choose to come here. Uh, we have such strong music programs in the schools in our district and beyond as well. So we have this tremendous pool of students. And, and I will just, I'll mention, you mentioned Nathan specifically. Nathan is one of those, like many, uh, Nathan is in just about everything he has time for. <laughs> He does theater productions. He is in the band. He is in the still band. Um, I'm trying to remember what else he does. Uh, yeah, he rattled off that list, and I asked him the question, Jeff, you know, do you sleep? When do you sleep? When do you get up? How do you prepare for that day? And he went through, and, you know, I mean, he basically says he's got a planner. He knows where he's going each and every second. He's definitely yeah. a busy guy. Yeah, and, 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 again, we have a lot of Nathans here, students that just – they choose to apply themselves and participate in as many things as, as they can, and and uh, we appreciate that. They, they really make all of those groups uh, what they are. With that, uh, do you you also have a theater production that you want to add to the list of things we're discussing? Yes, I've got I got a couple more concerts okay. and the theater production. Uh, it's it's going to open on Thursday, April twenty first, and they're doing the Merchant of Venice. It's being directed by our theater instructor, uh, Alyssa Algy. She's also doing all the uh, lighting design for it as well uh, and the sound design. And, again, it opens Thursday, April 21st, and it will run Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, all at 7 p.m. with a 2 p.m. matinee on Sunday. And that's when the show will close. And then you have more concert series. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. I just get, oh no, I always always love talking to you. I so get off on tangents and start bringing up other things. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So Thursday, April 28th, we will have our uh, again at 7 p.m. our Northwest Percussion Ensemble and Still Band, and it's going to be a fun evening of percussion music and styles ranging from classical to old-time fife and drum, uh, and also including some Caribbean funk and rock, so a lot of different music. Uh, people love the still band. A lot of people have heard that sound and don't know what it is, and when they see these oil barrels converted into drums, it's like, that's amazing, but it's an extremely popular group. And then on Saturday, April 30th, we have our first annual Northwest Day of Percussion. So this is similar to the Jazz Festival, so we have area Schools bringing their percussion ensembles to perform. They will be taking uh, part in clinics throughout the day. And we've got some nationally and regionally acclaimed percussion clinicians, including Matt Bell, Ryan Job, and Jeremy Freeline. Matt's a member of the United States Army Old Guard, and he's going to do a clinic on rope drum, pipe drum, and Celtic drumming. Ryan Jove is from Mississippi Delta College and will be doing a clinic on African drumming. And then Jeremy Freeline, who is a freelance musician and a Northwest graduate and a former area band director, is going to be doing a drum set clinic. All these clinics are, are uh, free uh, to all the participating students, uh, and we have a lot of different people uh, involved in helping bring this, you know, including the school first uh, as well. 
Do you think I'm too old? Can you teach an old dog to play the steel drums? You know, I've, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I've never done that, Jeff. You know, I did everything else imaginable, uh, but I, but I never did that, and that has always intrigued me. Yeah, in, in fact, that brings up a really great point. Probably sixty or seventy percent of that group every year are they're usually kids somewhere in music, but most of them are not drummers. They don't play anything that would relate, and they learn to play those drums at a really high level. So it's it's quite an educational and fun experience for those kids. Sounds like it. Uh, so a busy spring forthcoming. Have we left anything out? I am double-checking my list, and I think <laughs> we have got it all covered. So I would assume you guys have the, the normal social media places people can go and to find this list. And if not, my friends, this podcast will be up later on in the day. We can go back and relive it. But I assume there's a place people can go and find this list also. Absolutely. You can go to the school website and just search for the calendar. And if I can throw one more important point in there, because this is something new, we are implementing a – online picketing system starting with all of our spring concerts and theater productions uh and it, it will all be it is all on the school website and people will be able to go in and purchase tickets in advance most events are, are free and open to the public if that's not the case that will be made clear on the website for that concert uh, but we're doing this just to not have people show up at the door and not have a seat that's the main reason we're doing this so, but all that information will be easy to locate on the school website. Sounds very good. Jeff, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Gary. I really appreciate you having me on the Ranger Hour. Jeff Triplett with us now. When we return, Patty Gordon is next to talk about the Capital Campaign Fund. We'll be back in a moment. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Well, I hope you enjoyed our earlier conversation with Jeff Triplett talking about the spring concert series and then a theater production and then me interrupting him on all of those dates and bringing up other things along the way and kind of derailing his discussion. But it was a good one with my friend Jeff, and we're glad he was on the program again. Patty Gordon is the Executive Director of Institutional Advancement from an undisclosed location. We'll bring her in on this spring break as well. I really do appreciate you and Jeff giving some time when you're supposed to be family, friends, and enjoying yourself along the way. Patty, how are you? Doing great, Gary. It's great to talk to you. And, you know, even though we're on spring break, you know, we are Ranger through and through. So happy to talk to you. Well, very, very happy to get a chance to do that. And uh, I I would assume it's been rather busy leading up into the spring break time. I know we're going to talk about, you know, actual maybe dollar amounts and projects and things that are going on. But how busy has Patty Gordon been here? We have been busy in our foundation office and alumni office. We are uh, into our Investing Today, Impacting Tomorrow capital campaign. Uh, We love it. It is connecting us to so many of our great alumni at Northwest and businesses in our communities. Everyone has been so supportive of the campaign. And uh, although we're busy, we're loving it, uh, being able to talk to folks about Northwest. 
You know, Patty, I think in Wayback Machine, when we started talking about this fund, and then I know in, in reading a release from PR in the middle of February, you know, you had mentioned a, a goal of getting over $4.5 million. And in that last release that I saw, it was getting and approaching that number. Is that at a quicker pace? And where are we exactly now, if you don't mind? Yes, we did have a public announcement back in the middle of February, and we were at 88% of our goal. We are continuing through that. Our overall goal is $4.56 million, and to date we are at $4,025,000 uh, towards our goal. And we are very excited about this, and the support, again, has just been uh, overwhelming with our constituents, and we're going to continue to see people because there is still money uh, that is needed and uh, folks that are excited as we are about coming along beside us in being a part of this because when, 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 when I tell you about these projects, it is something that is an exciting, positive progress that's happening at Northwest and in our communities that uh, people want to be involved with and, and supportive of. Sure. Patty, I've been able to make it to several athletic events recently through basketball, baseball, and I'm sure I'll see some softball time along the way. And was actually talking with Coach Bramlett uh, just last week uh, about their new facility and more. But could you lead us through some of the projects and things that this capital fund is going to help improve along the Northwest campuses? Sure. I will start with that one, the soccer softball complex that is being built here on campus in Cenotopia. It is going to be completed this spring. Um, and we've also are, have done some updates to the softball field. And we're real excited about being able to improve these programs. Uh, we got to spend some time with our soccer teams last night over at the president's home. Uh, the girls and guys soccer teams uh, had some uh, fun with them and, and able to meet them. They're just a great group of kids. But uh, also on our campus, we are building a performing arts center, just a stellar facility here, 1,226-seat uh, auditorium. It will also house all of our fine arts programs like our, our band, our choirs, our um, theater students. It's just a, a phenomenal facility, which will be completed in November. Uh, if you haven't ridden through our campus in Cenotopia lately, please do that. You'll, you'll see you can't miss it right across the street from the Coliseum there. Also in Batesville, we have the concourse. I know you guys have heard about that uh, through some of our programs here but uh, truly a remarkable facility that we have partnered with the city of Batesville in Panola County. The location is great in pulling in students from all of the counties that we serve. Uh, we have students there right now in that diesel technology program, and um, they have already completed their first semester in December and about to complete uh, their full first year this May. So that's a very exciting program. Also in the Batesville area, we'll be home uh, at the Batesville Airport, our extended aviation program. Right now, we train students to work on airplanes. We're broadening that to pilots, a pilot training program uh, in, to include ag pilot training and uh, really a cluster of programs like uh, grounds control training and uh, from 
uh, drone training, just a great group of aviation programs. We're very excited about that program because we know there is uh, a shortage of pilots in our area. So very excited about that. Another program that our campaign supports is over in Oxford. We are expanding our health sciences programs over there. Uh, we know there's a, a shortage of individuals in the health field, and we are expanding our programs there to fulfill that need as well. And then, of course, we can't leave out DeSoto County, um, one of the fastest-growing counties in Mississippi. Uh, we will be able to expand our registered nursing program there in DeSoto County for, with this workforce training center that is being built there right beside our DeSoto Center that's right off of Church Road in South Haven. Also, we'll be able to um, help the industries there by teaching forklift driving, warehousing in this facility as well. We're excited to partner with DeSoto County on that. So you see all of these programs are part of what our capital campaign supports, and it's something to uh, really be excited about and then also it truly helps our communities and goes right along with our vision of transforming our students' lives. When you think about students being able to go, for example, to the concourse and, and go through that diesel technology program, they're able to make a life a wage, a life-sustaining wage that can truly impact their families and our communities. And uh, it just allows us, this, this capital campaign will allow us to continue to, to do that, transforming our student lives, enriching our communities, and then strive for excellence in all of our programs and services that we have. Patty, I think you've, you've made some great points in the discussion there and for the for the listeners that we're not just talking about things that are going on in Senatobia, but all throughout you know the counties that Northwest covers and, and there's so many great things that are going on and the constant need Patty to keep up with the world and everything that is happening. I mean this North Mississippi area as you mentioned whether it's DeSoto County or Lafayette County or in our other counties are growing. Uh, we're still seeing some good things. You know, despite some of the prices we're paying for for certain things throughout, that the the economy for the most part is pretty good here. But as a person that's trying to help Northwest, you guys have got to keep up with what's happening. That's right. And when we have talked to uh, different businesses and industries in the area, the need for skilled workers is at the top of the list. And the programs, of some of those that I've just described, and the, the workspaces that we're providing will help to um, give that and, and have a place to train these workers. And that is what we keep hearing the, that there's a shortage of, and Northwest is there to help fulfill that. Patty Gordon is Executive Director for Institutional Advancement. We're talking about the Capital Campaign Fund. And I know this is a... Uh, you know, 365-day-a-year process and things that you are constantly working on. You didn't set a deadline on this four-and-a-half-plus million dollars, did you? Or is that something that we'll just continue uh, and, and blow past and then maybe grab another number and, and continue to work in the years to come? Absolutely. We will, as we get close to that goal, if we still have people to see and we still uh, have folks that are interested in uh, coming along beside us, we will, we will stay under uh, the umbrella of that campaign and uh, possibly, you know, punch it up a bit. We do have some more projects 
that we could move into in phase two of the campaign. So, uh, yes, we will keep uh, keep on pushing forward. It is a three to five year um, campaign, and as folks are supporting the campaign, they can make a pledge over three, four, or five years. So. Um, to clarify, the four million twenty-five thousand that we have uh, raised so far is in uh, cash gifts and pledges to uh, Northwest. And so, again, businesses, we we've had really great um, success in our businesses supporting this campaign. Uh, those. Uh, many in Batesville, they're very excited about the concourse, even in DeSoto County. Um, uh, businesses are um, truly been generous to uh, support uh, these projects, and, and they are making very generous contributions uh, like over a five-year period of time. Excellent. Patty, I know you can't get this done by yourself. Talk about your team, if you don't mind, maybe some of the co-chairs and things that have helped you along the way. Absolutely. Our co-chairs for the capital campaign, uh, we have Mr. Bobby Dunlap, who is our honorary chair. He is the owner of Gateway Tire, Dunlap and Kyle there in Batesville. He's been a true supporter of Northwest for many, many years and uh, is supporting the campaign uh, through honorary chairman here. Mr. Norris Faust is an alum of Northwest. He is co-chair. Uh, Mr. Faust is from Batesville, along with Niles Norris. Niles Norris is also a uh, baseball alum of Northwest, a very generous supporter of the campaign and co-chair. And then Dr. Michael Havens, uh, baseball alum as well, uh, from Northwest is a co-chair. And a, a shout-out to my team. Uh, I have Leanne Elrod and Gracie Slocum. They are here in the office. They are great support to the foundation office. Leanne, uh, if you ever hear a, a call from her, she calls and sets up a lot of the appointments for us to go out and visit. So a shout-out to them as well. And I cannot leave out our fearless leader, Dr. Michael Heindel. Dr. Heindel, our president here, has has such vision, and many of these uh, programs that I talked about uh, came from Dr. Heindel and uh, our Board of Trustees that have approved us moving forward with this, and uh, it, it's just a great thing to be a part of and know that uh, what we're doing uh, truly makes a difference for many people. Well, hopefully we triggered someone out there today with this conversation to say, I would like to help. Uh, what can I do to get involved? And the best way, Patty, for that to happen is? Is they, one thing, I would love everyone to go onto our website because we have lots of information in there about these projects that I think you will find very interesting, even in more detail than what I talked about. You can go to northwestms.edu forward slash capital campaign and you'll see information in there. Also, I would love for uh, anyone to give me a call here, and we can make an appointment and come out and talk to you about our campaign. My number is 662-560-1103. And I want to mention one other group that has been very instrumental in this campaign, and that is our foundation board. Our foundation board of directors agreed to move forward in this capital campaign, and 100% of our foundation board is, support, is in support of the campaign financially. Mr. Sterling Withers from over in Tunica is our foundation board president, 
and uh, has done a, just a great job in giving support to the capital campaign. Patty, thank you so much for another great discussion and getting us up to date on the things that are going with this and what's happening at Northwest. Enjoy what is left of your spring break, and then back at it on Monday, young lady. Back at it. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you very much. We'll be back to conclude this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour next. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. Well, we have a few more minutes to hang out with you. And we thank Jeff Triplett. And we thank Patty Gordon being on the show today, talking with us about different things, some of the fine arts some of the capital campaign discussion. We'll get back at it next Thursday with more things. Don't forget today at 1 and 3 in Sinatobia at the Sinatobia High School softball field, number 9 Northwest hosting number 5 Itawamba. That is on the schedule, and uh, I would keep up with nwccrangers.com to kind of find out. A lot of rain obviously went through the area, and uh, that will be going on for you. You can check that out if you want. Brian Lentz and company will keep up with it, and you can have somebody broadcasted that one for you today, nwccrangers.com slash watch. You can catch out that uh, coming up this afternoon. Other things that will be happening uh, in and around uh, this Radio group and more for the next uh, couple of hours. Uh, there'll be a lot of sports that will happen. Of course, uh, when this show is done today, it is it's Thursday, so you will get middays from 10 to 1, Steve Azar 1 to 2. You'll get good things from 2 to 3, and you get the Sports Talk Mississippi guys until 5.30. And that's because Ole Miss baseball and SEC play is scheduled to start tonight. Ole Miss... Losing 5-1 to one in Hammond against Southeastern Louisiana a couple of nights ago. They'll now get ready for the SEC opener uh, on the Plains, taking on the Auburn Tigers. And that game first pitch scheduled to be at 6, so the airtime will be 5.30 this afternoon right here. So we will have David Kellum and company uh, ready to broadcast that one for you coming up a little bit later on today so that's your rundown of what's going to be going on with that mississippi state's basketball season a close last night in charlottesville virginia losing by three to the cavaliers so the college basketball season for the men's side of things done in the state of mississippi the women the old miss rebel basketball team is in waco texas getting ready for friday mornings game against or it's really about noontime but uh, it'll be a new a midday clash against south dakota as the women's tournament gets underway and you'll be able to listen to that on our sister stations the q105 one and five are streamed on the queue as well if you want to keep up with that throughout the day tomorrow and we obviously will have other things going for you as well with tomorrow's program our buddy jake thompson's going to come in we'll recap uh, SEC baseball that got started with with Ole Miss and Auburn for sure and other things that are going on. Plus, we'll kind of get you ready with uh, the Ole Miss women's game and the NCAA tournament gets underway uh, really in full form today. We've had our play-in games on Tuesday and Wednesday. Now we get ready for 
16 games to come your way today and tomorrow and kind of break this 64-team group down uh, into the Sweet 16 by the time it's all done. In fact, the first game of the day starts at 11.15 this morning. You'll get Colorado State and Michigan, if you care, to kickstart your NCAA tournament day. I plan to get out of this studio in just a few minutes and then make the way to get in front of the TV, eat some lunch and do some things and watch some college basketball, broadcast a little high school softball by the end of the night and and just have a good fun day and then get back tomorrow from 9 until 10 and talk about whatever might come our way. And I want to remind you with SEC baseball starting that the Rebel Strike Zone brought to you by our friends at Big Delta Power Sports and Baseball will get started this weekend also. And we'll already have two SEC games to discuss. I'll be in the studio here in North Mississippi. Lance Tolbert's going to join me from the main studios in Jackson. And we'll get that show, first show of the year, underway on Saturday from 1230 until 130. So if you're out and about, you want to get the latest, greatest on the Ole Miss baseball, what they've done through the first two, we'll lead you up with an hour's worth of discussion before David Kellum gets started with game three of that series since Ole Miss is playing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series to kickstart things for the SEC weekend. So I'll be back tomorrow from 9 until 10. Jake Thompson will be with me then. Saturday, I'll be back again, 1230 to 130 with the Big Delta Power Sports Rebel Strike Zone. But it's St. Patty's Day. And for a sprightly-looking little guy with the last name Darby, I'm going to go celebrate a little bit. Watch sports, broadcast sports, and who knows what else may happen between now and the time I come back at 9.06 tomorrow. So long!